It's the Nothing But BS Podcast. And now, here's Brian and Scott. We are live. Welcome to the Nothing But BS Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Scott. And we are going to piss off a lot of people today. <laughs> yes. Yes, we are. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to anger a lot of people on this episode today. Um, just by the title, you can probably guess that some people are not going to be very happy. But I, <laughs> I, I just, you know, it's... I, I don't know why I wanted to talk about this as like a personal development topic, but I do think that it's important. Um, and, and I want to be super clear. This is not going to be a political broadcast, at least not from me, right? This isn't going to be about which party's right or wrong or which politicians are good or bad. It has nothing to do with any of that. Um, but it does play a huge role. What we're going to talk about today does play a huge role in politics. Yep. Um, and there's something to be said for that, or there's something to be said about that. There's about an hour worth of stuff that could be said about that, actually. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're not kidding. Holy cow. The Ministry of Disinformation. Um, yeah, we're talking about the press today, man. We're talking about the press. Media. And it's funny because the moment you begin to criticize the media, right, there's people that immediately will jump to the conclusion that you're being political because we recently had a president who made a big deal out of criticizing the media. And so people automatically assume that if you criticize the media, you must be in that camp. Right. Right. You have to be in it. But I was, I've been criticizing the media for 20 years. Right. <laughs> it's had nothing to do with one president. It's had nothing to do with one party, actually. Um, I, you know, the media today is, and this is just my opinion, but I hold firm to it, man. And I'll take the Pepsi challenge if anybody wants to dispute it. The media today, in my opinion, is is no longer news and hasn't been for a long time. Yeah, I agree. It, they they tell you they instead of telling you the information, they tell you what to, how to think about the information that they're giving you, and they're only giving it from one side of the coin, a lot of the times, and they're they're telling you how to think instead of just saying, "Hey, this is what's going on." Yeah. Well, it used to be the the news told you what was happening, and then they left right. you to figure out how you feel about it. Yes. And now the news tells you how you should feel about something. And then you have to determine if it ever actually happened or not. <laughs> right. Which is crazy because it's like, all right, can I actually trust this? This what where are they getting their information from? What like what's the actual statistics behind this? Is it is it the whole story or is it only painting one side of the, like like I said, showing one side of the coin? Right. And, it, and, and even when even when the other side is supposedly shown, it's usually just a dog pile on that other opinion, right? Right. You know, you, you have, well, I think part of the problem is back in the day when we had just like the evening news, right? Came on at six o'clock and then you could catch the 10 o'clock news, right? The news station had 30 minutes to tell you what was going on nationally in your state and locally and report the weather and cover sports and traffic. They had 30 minutes, right? <laughs> you know, so it was like, you know, I mean, it, it was like, hey, a bomb went off in Mogadishu, 13 Marines were killed in Afghanistan. Your local school board just approved umpty ump and onto the weather. <laughs> and that was all you got, you know? And then you just had to kind of do whatever you do with that information. The problem right. is now, I think the problem is we have these 24 hour news networks and they have to fill up the news cycle for 24 hours straight. Right. Right. And at some point, you're just regurgitating the same thing if it like, or just being like, you know, you're, you're choosing a political side because you can't like, I can't just tell you what happened and 
I have to stretch it out into 24 hours. So I I have to tell you what happened. And then I have to tell you the background and I have to tell you the backstory and then how I feel about it and interview seven people and how they feel about it. And you know what I mean? They build these huge, like lengthy news stories around singular events. And I think it's just human nature that when we're going to go into that much expansive explanation or discussion into something that we're going to inject our own personal viewpoint into the discussion. Right. Much, much like we're doing on our podcast. Much right? like we're doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> Precisely. But we're not going to tell people how to think. We're just giving our opinion. I, we're not saying your opinion's right, wrong, or indifferent. Correct. Well, and the difference too is that this is my show. <laughs> that's, so that's it's your too. show. It's my show. Like we, we can talk about whatever the hell we want because it's our show, right? But if I had a responsibility <laughs> to deliver facts to the public and instead I delivered my opinion about said facts, then in my opinion... I think you're that you're not doing it right. I yeah. Oh uh, yep. And there's there's very very few there's very few news sources or media sources that actually just give the facts anymore. None that I've none that I've seen anymore that are mainstream media. No. Um, but it's all like you know third you know one off and like they just straight up say hey here are the facts. And which is, it's crazy, especially nowadays, it was a good thing we have the technology that we do. Cause could you imagine if it was 20 years ago and like you were, you had, you had no other way of looking like fact checking or seeing if what the media was saying is true or, you know, all that without the use of technology, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you, I mean, a, a lot of, I, I feel a lot of people do live in a bubble um, and whatever they hear on TV is what they deem to be true, which is scary to me because it's like whatever comes out the, from the all-knowing, omnipotent TV is what is is, is well, what is and, my reality now. And and you know what's really tragic about that is is that a lot of people get their their news, if you will, from one or two primary sources, right? right? Like social media and CNN, or yep. Breitbart and Fox, and that's it. <laughs> Right. Like like they don't look anywhere else, you know. Right. And and here's how, you know, here's how, you know, by the way, appreciate all you guys being here excited about it. if you're watching us live on Facebook for those in the podcast, we do record this live on Facebook. That's why it's kind of raw and uncut. Um, if you're on Facebook, would love to. Hey, hey, how you doing? Drop a comment. Let us know where you're listening in from. Alasana, um, thanks for tuning in all the way from New Zealand. New Great Zealand, baby, on, sir. New Zealand. Um, and yeah, you can drop anything in the comments today. We can, we can weigh in on all kinds of stuff, but here's the thing. And this is why I say that the press is no longer the press. The free press is no longer the free press. It's no longer the news. And here's why I say that, because if you tell me what news channel you predominantly watch, I'll tell you what party or political, uh, leaning you, you, you lean to, I'll tell you what, what party you support, or at least what political leaning that you possess. Right. Just based on you telling me what news you watch. Right. Right. And it's, and it's so crazy too, or you don't even have to, a lot of the times too. And I've, and I've experienced this in in my life is that just based off of a demographic, people automatically assume what media channels you watch, what demographic, like where you're, what you're associated with just because of your demographic, like being in the military or, you know, right. Coming from a certain area in the country, like they automatically assume, you're like, oh, you must be, you know, watch Fox yeah. News or, you know. Yeah. Oh, you, you live in you live in Texas. You must be a Fox News Trump lover. Yeah. Right? Or, oh, you're from California. So clearly you're a, you know, a wild granola, eyed, frothing at the know. mouth liberal. And it's like, no, it doesn't have to be that way. Like, it's, right. it doesn't. Well, I, yeah. 
why why do I have to get categorized? Why can I not be my own independent like person and have form my own individual thoughts? Well, that's the thing though is is I think and this is why I'm so down on the press these days because I think the press has has put us in a situation where we no longer have the ability to to formulate our own thoughts about anything because they already are telling you what you should believe and what you should think about something. And if that's the only channel that you're watching, then obviously you're just going to go, well, yeah, I guess that's what happened. And that's how I should feel about it. Um, And it's really tragic. It's like, and people think, by the way, the moment you start criticizing the press, they're like automatically assume that you're a conservative or that you're a Trump lover and that you're proclaiming fake news and all the rest of that. I'm criticizing all mainstream media, all (laughs) of it. Okay. Not, not everybody, but Fox news, not, not just Fox news and the rest of everybody's okay. No, I'm criticizing all the media because they're all guilty of this. They pander to their audience and it's because it's a business. Yeah. It's a business. Look, if, if I'm a, if I'm a hardcore liberal, and I tune into MSNBC because that's pretty much where I'm going to go, right? Or, or CNN maybe, okay? And they start espousing a lot of conservative views. It's going to turn me off. Right. And I'm going to walk away or find a different channel to watch. And they're going to lose viewership, which means they lose advertising revenue. It's a business. Yeah. Right? And it's the same thing with like Fox News, right? If, if Well, and the, the one thing I will say about Fox News, not to get political here, but they always bring on like, as someone from the other party, sure. but they always just bash them. <laughs> well, that's what that's what I was saying earlier. Was, yeah, like, like Fox News is like we're fair and balanced. We bring the other the story of the other side to you, and then we beat the hell out of them live on our program. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It is crazy. crazy. But that, but again, it goes to this idea that you know they're pandering to their audience. If if I'm a conservative and I tune on Fox News. And I start seeing a lot of, of liberal commentary or I start being told that I should feel a certain way that's not in alignment with my hardcore rightist views. I'm going to get pissed off and decide to go to another channel and then they lose viewership and thus they lose money. So it's this idea that it's become a business. It's always been a business, but I think the news has lost sight of the the, the like moral ethical high ground that the press is supposed to hold right we tell you what happened that's not happening anymore and you can see it even if you just you can go to you know two different news the same exact thing can be happening in the world the same exact thing and you can turn on one news station and you can turn on the other and you'll get a completely (laughs) different story yeah Right. Like, like literally, I mean, especially during the Trump administration, like it was so bad, like it was so terrible that like if that dude would have walked on water, you would have turned on Fox News and it would have said Trump is Jesus. And then you could have pulled up CNN and would have said Trump can't swim. Like, that's how bad it was. (laughs) You know, it's so Uh, it's so funny because it's so true. And it's and, you know, and it's sad because a lot of people because they're only, and this is what I've seen is a lot of people will only watch one, one outlet or the other. Right. Um, like when you're talking major ones, right. Yeah. And it created, it's, it has created such a huge divide Yeah. in our society. Like oh, it's when you mad. turn on, it's- like when you turn on like Fox news, you know, like you said, when, when Trump was president, it, you like, Every other story was like all oh, the riots and all these, you know, like, oh, look what, you know, this organization's doing. Look what this party's doing. And then, like, you flip on the other channel and it's like, oh, look how negligent these people are wearing, not wearing masks. And like, and you're just so it's like, 
Well, or they're or they're standing in front of like a city that's literally like 70 percent on fire. And they're like, mostly peaceful protests are happening today in Milwaukee. Like, no, I'm sorry. That's not what's going on there. The picture is right in front of us. We can see what's actually happening, you know, like. But but it just goes because every news station, every one of them, guys, look, I'm not picking on any particular ideology here. They all have an agenda and they drive that agenda through the way that they deliver the news, <laughs> you, know, you know? Yeah. And it's, and it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Cause like, you know, my, so my, my dad, he's, he's pretty hardcore conservative. Yeah. And like the only channel you'll ever find on and in, in, in their house is Fox news. Mm-hmm. Like, so like his yeah. view is so skewed, so skewed. And what I'm not calling just- out, I'm not calling out conservatives here. Like I'm very independent. Yeah. I, 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 I have agree. Like I agree on certain things on both sides of the aisle, yeah. but like, it's just so crazy to me. Like, well it is. And I'll tell you what I think the biggest detractor or the biggest, the biggest negative side effect, third or effect of, of this, this polarizing media that we have now is that, is that everybody now has to be crammed into one camp or another yeah. period. Like, I don't know if people know this, but it is possible to be a conservative and also, for example, be in favor of gun control. Yeah, that's possible. It's possible to be a liberal and be pro-life. Right. It's possible. Right. It's possible to say, well, I'm not a Democrat, but I think that this particular politician would do a better job based on their views. And even though they have a D behind their name, I'm going to vote for them anyway. Right. That's possible. Right. But it's like, as a society, man, we've completely lost. We've completely lost. You're either one or the other now for most people. Right. And it's, it's so crazy because it's, it's like, it's such, and and again, the media has done such a good job at this, which is really frustrating. It's really scary. They've, they've painted such an us versus them mentality. Yes. When it's like, we're all on the same team. Like, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) like we're on the same team. Yeah. Like there has to be some sort of middle ground. Like, and that's where I, I feel like a silent majority lies is yeah. the middle ground where yeah. it's like there. And the, a lot of people are fed up with the, the media too. Yeah. I think on both you, sides, I think if you took, if you took a hundred random Americans, like if you went to a hundred different cities and just randomly plucked somebody out of a crowd in a hundred different cities from coast to coast, you put them all in a room. And if you could really get them to drop all of their, their ideological talking points and everything else, I think what you'd find is probably 90% of the room agrees on about 90% of everything. Right. I, I think we, you know, we, we would all agree that we want to l- live in a country where we can be prosperous and we can succeed and our kids will have a future and we have creature comforts and we have the freedom w- of our time and to work where we want to work and worship how we want to worship and love who we want to love and all that kind of stuff. I think we would all agree that those yeah. are all good things. Right. But the media would have you believe that if your way of accomplishing that is different than my way of accomplishing that, then you're a bad person or vice versa. Right. Absolutely. And it's, it's, it's so crazy because one thing that the media does really good job at too is, is cherry picking and skewing statistics Oh yeah, to fit their, to fit their, you know, demographic uh, audience, like their audience's demographic. And it's, it's so crazy. Like I saw this meme and again, I I just thought it was funny because it, 
it was a numbers, it was a meme about numbers and I'm a numbers guys and I'm a nerd. So, <laughs> and it, it was just like, it, it was like Nerds. the New York times. It was like from the New York times. And it was back like right after Biden had sworn in uh-huh. and it was like one in five, one in five Americans, you know, have faith that Biden will be able to uh, reunite this country. And like the first comment underneath it was like, that's a funny way of saying 80% don't have faith in him. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I think I saw that post actually. Yeah. And again, I don't give like, I, I'm not saying which way I'm leaning politically. I just thought it was funny. Cause it's like, you have the same statistic, but however you phrase it or however you want to cherry pick it and word it yeah, can get you, can, you know, give you that like momentum for your demo, like your audience that you want. Well, and it's not even just the, the way that stories are presented. It's, it's what stories they even cover. I mean, look, you can have some kind of scandal, right. That has to do with a politician and depending on what party that politician's affiliated with one news channel will be like nonstop 24 hour coverage of that scandal. Every single moment of it, let's put it out there. Oh, that's all we can talk about. It's all that exists. And the station on the other side of the aisle is like, what story? It's a nothing burger. Eh. Right. Don't even talk about it. And it's, well, yeah. I good mean, examples no. of that are like, you know, when the whole when Trump was running for president the first time, right, you had the when he said grab her by the you know what, right? Like right. the the right side of the aisle was just like, oh, it was locker room talk. And then they, they threw it to the side. But then it was like major, major news for all the left leaning. Right. And then the same thing with when it came to like the Hunter Biden stuff this time around. Right. Yeah. Right same side thing. was like, oh, my gosh, look at this. Yeah. Like, what the heck? And then the left's like crickets. Yeah. Nothing. (laughs) Nothing. Yeah. So it's like, it's crazy. It's so crazy. Well, and then, but I mean, it's just, and again, it goes, it goes to this whole idea of the news telling us how we should feel about things. I mean, when, when the, the question of Trump colluding with Russia was, was an item, it was a nonstop breathless news story on the left leaning news networks for two straight years. It was all day, every day, all day, every day. Then the Biden thing comes around where there could potentially be collusion with China. Crickets, nothing, not a peep. Conversely, the other news station, right, during the whole Russia thing, it was like, ah, it's already been proven. Leave it alone. Who cares? It's over. Whatever. You know, and then when the Biden thing popped up, all of a sudden they're like, oh, it's the biggest blockbuster bombshell story ever, (laughs) you know, and they want to talk about it around the clock, 24 hours a day. And it's just like, it's such an incredible hypocrisy from, from all directions, man, like in every way you can think of. It's Um, crazy. It it really is. And it's, it's just, it's, it's so frustrating because like, where do you really go? Like if you really wanted to know, let's say you heard a piece of news today um, about, I don't know, pick, pick a topic, right? Pick a topic that's politically charged, something to do with COVID, right? Say you, you found a news story had something to do with COVID, right? Where would you go to actually find out what the real story is about that? Right. And, Where would you and go? It, that's what it, and that's crazy too, is because it's like, you, you hear all these like conspiracies and stuff like that. Like, oh, well, it's, you know, this it's you know if you go to this organization to get their statistics that's that's politically charged and then if you go to this organization to get their statistics that's politically charged depending on how deep the rabbit hole you want to go and it's like like and that's again put out from different media streams right but it's like why don't they just put out the the unobjective statistics 
are and then, uh, and then the do what you want and then statistics. do what you want to do with it. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. It's like, yeah. hey, I'm not going to tell you how to think, but I'm just going to give you the actual facts here. Yeah. Well, like, and that's why I think too part of the problem is that you have for for the longest time you just had news anchors and they just delivered the news. Right? Then these 24-hour news networks comes along and they obviously can't fill up 24 hours in a day with just reporting the news. So they started having commentary shows, right? They political commentators. Right. And these people are not bashful about their position on things, right? <laughs> Rachel Maddow is not trying to convince you that she's a centrist, right? right. And conversely, uh, you know, Sean Hannity has never claimed to be in the middle on anything. Yeah. Right. Tucker Carlson, like, <laughs> yeah. Like, so the, like, you know, these, 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 guys. these shows are designed to cater to the predominant audience of that station or whatever. And if you'll notice, there might be a show that is supposed to be middle ground because there's people from both sides of the aisle, but it's usually lopsided, you know, like there's right. a show on one of the channels that has like four hosts that are conservative and one that's liberal. Right? Well, that's like the view, right? There's like five liberals and a conservative. I mean, it's just, it's just a pylon. But the, the thing is, is with these, so you had the networks, they had the, the news originally, and then it became, they have these commentating shows, right? But the, the anchors were supposed to still just deliver the news. So if it was the news hour and it was a news anchor, like giving you the headlines, it was still supposed to be objective news. You yeah. leave the commentary to the commentary shows, you leave the news reporting to the anchors. And that's the way it was for a long time. And then somewhere in the neighborhood of, I don't know, maybe the middle of Bush's term. I would maybe? say mid or, or, or mid 2000s, like mid Bush, maybe somewhere yeah. in that neighborhood. The news anchors started giving more of their opinion on things. And they found out that that was attractive to their audience. And then I think it just kind of snowballed from there. And then you had, and then you had conservative talk radio talk radio was almost predominantly dominated by conservatives for the longest time. Right. right. Rush Limbaugh. And uh, that's the only one I can think of right now. Um, <laughs> but the point is that they dominated talk radio. Right. So you right. had the, the, you had basically talk radio was conservative and the news, the the television news stations were liberal, right? right. And that's kind of how things began to devolve. And then Fox News came around and 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 you know tried to throw a wrench in the whole TV. You can have the liberals and radio will take the conservatives thing, um, and kind of like like pulled the pin and chunked a grenade into that plan. But I mean, right. it really, it just what what annoys me about the media is that it shouldn't be that way. It it, no. it should be getting the news, you know. And, right. and, and I, I think it's doing some bad things to us as a country, oh, as a people, as humanity. 100% it is. 100% it is. And, you know, the it's it's creating unnecessary stress, unnecessary divide, unnecessary anger and like emotion buildup. Yeah. That it's for me, like I stopped, I completely stopped watching the news altogether yeah. a, a yeah. while ago. Yeah. Because I was just like, there's, there's no point. Like especially because nothing that is covered is just fact. It's always, there's always a negative spin on it. There's always this like dire consequence depending. It doesn't even matter which side of the aisle you're on or what station you're listening to. Yeah. It's always, it's always this like end of the world emergency where like whatever they're covering, that's what what they, that's how they paint it. 
Yeah. And it, it, it like, makes you for feel me, as though the world to... is a scary and dangerous place all the time. Right. All the time. Right. It, it, and don't get me wrong. It can be depending on where, you, where you're at and what you're doing. And you know, that at the time you're there, but it's really not like, yeah. it's, it, and this is where just going out day to day. And if I, t- I, I challenge people, stop watching the news. Yeah. Like, yeah. And see how drastically your life will change and most likely improve. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I turned it off, man. I got, I, I turned it off. And then um, during the election, I, I started watching the news a little bit during the election. And I was trying as best I could to kind of bounce back and forth between the networks. Because again, you know, if you watch this network, you're not getting the truth. And if you watch the network with opposing views, you're also not getting the truth. So it's almost like you just have to kind of watch both and then, figure out where in the middle the truth actually lies, which is like so stupid because we're supposed to watch the news to get the facts <laughs> and we don't get facts from the news, right. any news station, any of them. <laughs> right. And that's where it's like, if you're watching one or the other, you're like, all right, where, where do they overlap? Cause that's probably, there's some, probably some truth in that. Yeah. But it's like, the, if they can the both whole... agree on something like, like if you watch a story and both stations can say like, well, so-and-so said this, you're like, okay, well, if they both agree that that person said that, then he must have actually said that. Right. Now, 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 then you have the, okay, now what? And that's, that's where they go like off the beaten path and try to convince you to feel one way or another about it. I mean, just the whole thing is just kind of silly. And and here's the proof in the pudding, right? Because I talked to a lot of people on this subject over the years and, and here's where it is. If you, the news has done such a good job of dividing us and putting us in separate camps and convincing us that, that, that our truth is the truth, right? Like I'm the news station. My truth is the truth, right? The truth, the news I'm reporting is the truth. Everybody else is full of poo, right? We're giving you the real story. Okay. And the news station done a really good job of convincing their loyal viewership of that. And here's, here's where the proof is in the pity in the pudding, excuse me. (laughs) Because if I stand here and tell you that all mainstream media is uh, corrupt is not the right word. All mainstream media is biased. Yep. And you get super hyper defensive and, and want to want to fight with me about that fact. Then it, it, what it shows is that you are bought into this idea that somehow one side or the other is a propaganda machine. Right. But not your side. But they're both. They both are. That's what like, I'm saying. That's what I mean, it's though. It's so crazy. Like, because there's people, there's pe- people literally think that the entire mainstream television media is in the tank for anything liberal or Democrat, except Fox News. And Fox News tells the truth. <laughs> and the rest of them are lunatics. Right. And then there's another camp that says, no, 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 guys. Fox News is just a bunch of right wing crazies. And all the other news networks are telling you the truth. Right. And neither one of those things is true. No, absolutely not. And it's it like, and this is where it's crazy is like, but it's also a good thing having the technology we do now is being able to do your own digging and actually find credible sources, you know, and, and facts and statistics to be like, okay, what they were saying is complete BS on either side. And this is the actual truth. Like if you actually do the digging, this is what legitimately happened. Yeah. Like the thing is where, where do you dig though? Because again, I'm, I really struggle with finding any sources at all 
that are not leaning one direction or another. That you are know? not politically charged. I actually had, yeah, I actually had somebody, I was having this discussion with somebody at one point in the past and they sent me a chart and they're like, oh, this should help you out. They sent me a chart that showed all the news broadcasting networks, including radio, and where on a spectrum of left-leaning or right-leaning they fall. <laughs> right. And I'm like, okay, well, this is cool, but where'd you get this chart? <laughs> Who made the chart? <laughs> Who made the chart? Because if I, if I want you to believe that, for example, all networks are fair except for Fox, I'm going to show you that they're all in the middle except Fox is off the chart. Right. If I want you to believe that Fox is telling you the truth and everybody else is full of crap, then I'm going to put Fox in the middle. I'm going to show everybody else way over here off to the left. Like who made the chart? Right. <laughs> you know, it's, it's and I think I, I, I and I, I think at least when it comes to like local news. Yeah. Most of the times local news is less charged than obviously the the larger networks and the larger mainstream, um, you know, countrywide sh- uh, channels. But like yeah. local news, you can typically gather the most accurate facts, I would say. Yeah. At least for that that section alone. Yeah. Um, because they most of the times they are still that 30 minute or an hour segment to where it's like they don't have time to go over, you know. To fall off the fall off the deep end of of <laughs> of neutral reporting, <laughs> right, right, and, and that's what I that's what I've seen because you know uh, my TV still has a couple different like couple local channels you know through my Wi-Fi and whatnot. Sure, but and that's where it's like okay, some of that I can you know I can listen to this, some of that and be like all right this sounds sounds reasonable, um, and then looking at and this is where it's sad like looking up information and then seeing what the correlation is on both sides of the aisle, or if there's an actual governing body, like for example, COVID, right. Going to the CDC and then at the time, right. Looking at the numbers and then them coming out and saying, Hey, you know, it was inflated or whatever, but going to, or like going, like actually looking up doctors, research studies and papers and stuff like that, that are credible in their field to where it's like, Hey, no, they're just there. These are actual, studies done yeah this isn't this has nothing to do with political party so there there are ways to get to the bottom of things right um, but there but are some time things, are you willing to invest into it yeah and but there's some things that we'll just never have the answers to i mean there's some things that we'll just we'll just never know i will never know you will never know we will never get to the truth of it because we can't count on anyone to actually give us an objective opinion on it for example the trump collusion russian collusion story we will never really know the truth yeah we will never know and there's always going to be people that'll say he was colluding and he was a criminal and, and there'll always be people that say no it was disproven it was all nonsense it was all political the same thing with the with the ukraine like, thing it was the, the yep. same thing with the hunter biden story the same thing with the, the 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 now president biden selling influence peddling influence to the chinese as the vice president like we're never going to learn the truth to any of these stories never and my question to people is does it actually matter yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, now we're getting to it. Now does it actually it. matter? Like, at the well, end does of the it day, actually affect your life? And that's and, what and I'm saying. 
Yeah. And I think that, I think that it does in the big picture sense of the word. In other words, if you believe in our country and you want our country to be a good place and you want our leaders to have integrity and you want all those things because you want a good future for your kids and your grandkids and all that kind of stuff, then yeah, I guess it does matter. But did the details of every, you know, bill that's going through Congress really make a difference to you in your life? Like, does it really? You know, right. I mean, is 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 every Supreme Court justice appointee going to directly affect your life to the positive or the negative? Ninety, I would say, I would say probably ninety nine percent. No. Right. And, and that, but but again, the media would have people believe that it does and that they should be amped up about it and they should be angry about it and they should be vocal about it and they should be, you know. I, just it's the most frustrating thing. And I here's what I believe, man. I believe in my heart, like. If it were possible, it's not. It's not possible. But if it were possible to eliminate the two-party system in this country and just be like, there are no labels on anything. Yeah. Like, we just have politicians in the House of Representatives and in the Senate and, and politicians in the White House and politicians, you know, and the Supreme Court justices and all of our justices are not politicians and they should not be ideological. Right. No, it should be completely objective. Completely and utterly objective, which also never happens. But if we could actually do that, I think it would be, it would be so incredible because then the person running could literally just stand up and go, this is what I believe in. And this is the types of policies that I'm going to promote and support. And if you agreed with them and liked what they were saying, you, they, you voted for them. And if you didn't, then you didn't. Right. You know, unlike today where the, even these politicians, man, they, oh gosh, I was talking to, a, um, I was talking to a guy who did campaign strategy uh, for a lot of high end politicians that we know. And he said, you know, he said, it's crazy how like quite literally there are teams of strategists and researchers and demographic experts and all this stuff that literally would go to these politicians and be like, okay, you know, we've got, you know, 80% of this, this category people locked and 20% of this category people locked. And basically what it comes down to is if you want to win this election, we have to win over 6.9% more of Latina female single moms. Right. And so everything I want you to talk about for the next two weeks, I want it directed towards that demographic and here are their hot buttons and here's what they want to hear about. Right. And so like the politicians are up there talking about stuff they don't even really care about. They're just, they're just, they know they have to attack that demographic if they want to win. Right. It, have you seen the movie, the, uh, the campaign with Will Ferrell and uh, uh, Zach Galifianakis? I, I have. Galifian. It's been a long time, but yeah. Oh my gosh. That, that was the perfect, that was the, like the entry, the intro into that movie or like a couple minutes in where Will Ferrell's yeah. like, you know, Labor workers are the backbone of this United States. <laughs> yeah. Teachers union is the backbone of these United States. Yeah. Like, oh, it's just, it's, it's so true. It's so like, true, man. It's the so ripping, true. Uh, like them ripping on that is, it was phenomenal. Cause it's, yeah. It's like, so, it's so, it's so incredibly true, man. And so I, here's the look, I don't want to leave people in the mess, right? We could sit here and bitch about the media all day, but what's the solution? And, and here's what I would say is don't allow, I don't care where you stand politically. It doesn't matter. Don't allow the media to push you into a box. Yeah. Don't, you know, because, or, or don't allow the media to influence you to put other people into a box, right? Like, you know, if you say, for example, if somebody says that they, um, that they, that they don't believe that COVID is as dangerous as, as people say it is, 
there's a chance for there's there's a 90% chance that I, that almost everybody around that individual is going to go Trump supporter. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why that should not be a political thing. That should not be a political discussion. You know that there, politics should have nothing to do with that. Yeah. yeah, I mean that should be about medicine and about health and about public safety and about how you feel about personal responsibility and all of those other things. But it should have nothing at all to do with politics, right? Or and conversely, I- if you you know if you're like oh, I think everybody should wear a mask, and then you'll have you know ninety percent of the people around that individual be like liberal. No, not necessarily. Right. <laughs> you know. It's it's and it's it's one of those things too. Is that I think people are completely missing what like what we were supposed to be as a country. And I think it, it we're going away from that is like having freedom, the freedom to choose, make your own decisions, right? Like yeah. if you want to wear, if you're, if you believe coronavirus is that bad and you want to wear a mask, cool, wear a mask. If you, if you don't want to wear a mask, don't wear a mask. You're taking the risk. You're it's, it's, it's a calculated decision or not, but either way, that's your freedom to choose. Right. If you, you know, if, if you don't believe restaurants should be open, then don't go to a restaurant. It's pretty simple. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you're, and you're going to get a lot of pushback on that opinion too, because you're going to have people that say, well, the masks and the restaurants and the mandates and all those things are not about your safety. They're about looking out for other people's safety, right? In other words, don't be selfish, right? Wear a mask because if you happen to be carrying the coronavirus, you don't want to give it to anybody else. That's going to be the argument made on the other side. Um, right. I, I mean, I, I, I also, to- and this is also not a popular belief that, and I know will probably create some controversy, but like if, for me, I, if you can't see the writing on the wall that, that again, I'm not discounting the severity of coronavirus, but that this was not a, not politically charged. This pandemic was not politically charged. I, I like I, it's it, the writing is there. Like, well, it, in, in it, my it, opinion, I, I think you're right. I think you're hundred percent correct, but not, not like, not to point a finger at a particular no. party to no. say this party politicized COVID. No, 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 no. COVID was politicized. That's period. right. Period. That's right. And, and, and both parties used that as a political leverage tool during an election year. I believe yep. that to be true. Yes. Right. 100%. You had one party saying, you know, using it as a, a control mechanism. Some, some will argue that one party uses, was using it as a control mechanism and create a lot of fear so that they would lose faith in the current administration and maybe swing a couple of votes the other way. And then you had the other party who was using it as a leverage tool to say, don't let people stomp on your freedoms. Don't let people, you know, and, and creating this, you know, we're America. You can't tell me I got to wear a mask, you know, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So like everybody's guilty. But yeah. that's the part that just drives me again, bananas. Why in the world would COVID-19 be a political discussion at all? Right. Now, when you're talking about like public safety and stuff, like what are we doing for the greater good? Then it's like, okay, we need to come to common ground. It doesn't matter what political views you have, where it's like, all right, let's look at the numbers. Let's look at the statistics. Let's look at the healthcare uh, system to be like, because at the, at the beginning of all this, it was like, hey, let's flatten the curve. Right. And I, I was like, cool, I'm on board with that. Like, cool. We don't want to overwhelm our political, you know, or we don't want to over, overwhelm our health care system. Absolutely. And then it became it became we need to we need to completely stop the spread where it's yeah. like it is a virus that is impossible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is impossible to completely stop the spread. Yeah. Especially when you have stuff coming from Amazon and like you're going to Walmart every two days and like 
there's no way to hundred percent decontaminate something. And like, so what is the best things that we can put in place that make the most sense to where, and then they talked about like essential versus non-essential jobs and like all these shutdowns and stuff. Again, this is an unpopular opinion for me is I feel every job is essential. If it, <laughs> if you need to pay, if you need to work to pay the bills, to yeah. keep the food, to you are essential. Table, the lights on in your home, <laughs> the water running, then you are essential. Like your job is essential. Yeah. But it's essential it, you know, to you and to your family. Essential, <laughs> right. Which again, not a popular belief for a lot of people, surprisingly, which is like, well, the government should pay us money. And then it's like, that's a slippery slope. Cause if you look at, and I don't want this to go political, but yeah, a slip, that's a slippery slope. Well, it, it's, that. I, the, the purpose of, of my bringing up the media today is, is because I want to encourage people to be critical thinkers, right? To yeah. think for themselves, okay? Now, look, I'm guilty of, of hearing a story on the news and immediately kind of jumping to the conclusion of, oh, that must be what happened. But then I have, but I consciously remind myself, wait a minute, there's always two sides to every story and I'm only hearing one side. Well, technically there's three sides to every story. There's what... <laughs> He said, she said, and what actually happened. And then what actually happened. That's right. But, but you know what I mean? I have to remind myself, like, wait, wait hang on a second. You know, the, the truth is going to lie somewhere in between. And that's what's really tragic, man, is I just wish there was a place where, no kidding, you could just turn on the news and they would just tell you what yeah. happened. You know, but it, it but it doesn't work that way anymore. Like and and like I mentioned before, some some studies or not studies, some stories that the networks, some networks just don't even carry them at all. They're just like, yeah, we don't even really feel a need to talk about that. Right. And it's like, well, then how in the world are we supposed to get to the bottom of what's actually going on? You know, and here's the other thing, too. I saw a statistic the other day that said it's some really remarkable statistic, like 60 percent now of the adult population consumes the majority of their news from social media. <laughs> Which, oh, my gosh, like if if you're if you that's that is the most skewed way to absorb news you are because of the algorithms because of all these things that go into play your interaction and all this stuff in your social media account like talk about hanging out in an echo chamber yeah you ain't kidding <laughs> just you ain't kidding. just let's just get together with all my friends and sit in a big room and just share the same opinion around in a circle for hours and hours and convince ourselves that we're right you know like I mean, oh gosh, you know, and then, and then the really bad part too is, is that the, the media companies, the, the social media companies, the Twitters, the Facebooks, they are censoring content. Yeah. That's not a political content. That's not a political position. That is a fact. They are censoring content. Right. And it's that part of that cancel culture where they're censoring content left or right, where they're they're worried about you know spreading fake news or they're spreading false beliefs or if they're like and again people are the argument is well it's a privately owned company they're not censoring your first amendment right and you don't like it create another platform well there was another platform created and that got <laughs> that got <laughs> yeah. shut down by the big like, media by the by the big tech companies by big tech right. companies like by big is, tech which yeah. is crazy because it's like it's one of those like you look at so many and again when you look at like political again not to get political but if you just look at history right like look up germany book burnings look up like <laughs> like people want to don't want to have that conversation though I, right the, the moment you start to silence Answer. yeah the moment yeah the moment you start to silence an opposing opinion you've 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 now taken away one of the most essential rights 
and freedoms that we have in this country, which is a healthy debate. Oh, oh you mean like the, the very first amendment? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The ability to disagree is profoundly important. Right. You know, like I, people say, oh yeah, well, I need to protect my children from hearing opinions we don't agree with. No, man. No, that's like, that's terrible. <laughs> that's a horrible yeah, like, plan. Right. That's because that, that takes away the critical thinking aspect of That's it right. too. Like if you hear an opposing view, cool. If you don't know how to think about that, maybe you need to chew on that a little bit more. And what, right. what are my thoughts on this? Yeah. Like, cause and then that's an ethical in. thing, not a political thing. That's right. It's, it's called taking in <clears throat> opposing viewpoints and giving them actual consideration. Right. You can still come to the same conclusion, which is no, I still don't agree with that. Right. But, it, but it's nice when you, when you actually have a, 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 civil disagreement with someone, meaning you're not in a fight, you're not arguing, you're just debating alternative viewpoints. And sometimes somebody says something and you go, hmm, well, I hadn't thought about it like that. There may be something to that. You know, right. but you I can't think, even get there. No, because right? one, it gets too emotionally charged too right. quickly. Like it, it say, choose any hot topic item right? Gun control, abortion, like anything really where you can't just have like, Hey, these are my viewpoints. These yours may be different. Right. Th this is why I think the way I do. And it's, it, you may come to, you know, you may hear the alternative where it's like, Oh man, I didn't think about it that way. Okay. I respect that. I still don't agree with it, but I now respect you as an individual and your viewpoint on this. Because your viewpoint was well thought through or you had valid reasons for why you held it or whatever the case might be, right? Right. But, but we've gotten to this place and I think the media is responsible for this, man. We've they gotten are. to this place where if you if you and I are having a, a, a just a normal discussion, right? And you express an opinion that falls solidly on one side of the political aisle or the other, immediately, if I disagree with you, you're a bad human, right. worthy of scorn, and you should be lumped in with every person that ever believed anything on that side, and there should be personal insults and things that go along with that as well. <laughs> you know, it's like, right. it's like, hey, I believe in the right to own guns. You know, fascist. Like, yeah, you no, murderer. I don't, I don't, I, 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 why do I got to be a fascist just to believe that we should have the right to bear arms or, or conversely, you know, I, I, I believe in, um, you know, uh, women's right to choose as it comes to women's health care. Right. Yeah. Liberal. No, no, not well, necessarily. That's <laughs> and like, and, and that's the thing is, you know, it's one of those, like I, I, me personally, I, I don't. And again, this is going to be, this is a hot topic item. I, I, I I'm, I'm pro-life. Like I, I believe in that, you know, the baby should be carried full term, but I'm also not a woman. I don't get a say it's, I'm not the one carrying the baby. Like, it, it, and just because of whether it's religiously charged or, you know, whatever, like at the end of the day, I'm a man and I don't have that say it's not my body. Like I, I can't, who am I to tell someone of what else? Like it, it, I believe it's very hypocritical when it's like, oh, I'll give you all of your freedoms, but until it comes to this, mm -hmm. then then I get to choose your freedoms for you. Yeah. Where it's like, mm, it's yeah. that's you're walking the lines of like the dictatorship here. Yeah. Where and, and it, conversely for gun control, right? The same thing can be said. Like there obviously should be measures in place, right? 
felons and, you know, convicted offenders and whatnot should not, or, or mental health patients shouldn't no. have the right to own a gun. But that being said, if, because I'm a law abiding citizen and you want this common sense gun law approach, like what is common sense? Yeah. Well, and the, okay. So great point here. Great point. And that is that I believe in my heart, man, that 90% of us agree on a 90% of what's out there. And I'm saying that as a country, right? Like as a whole, I think you can take the most hardcore liberal and the most hardcore conservative and stick them in a room. And if you could truly get them to drop their ideological defenses, right? Take, you know, if you could truly get them to put their fists down and put their hands in their pockets and lower their tone and their voice and just start talking like humans, you'd find out that they agree on 90% of everything. The differences that we have as individuals comes down to how are we going to get there, right? Right. I want a great country. You want a great country. How are we going to get there? Right. I want my kids to be happy and prosperous. You want your kids to be happy and prosperous. How are we going to get there? I want the streets to be safe and people to be safe. How are we going to get there? That's you know, right. I want I want reasonable energy cost and, and the ability to have power in my home and a vehicle that drives. How are we going to get there? That's the question. It's not. We all want the same thing. We're all on the same team. Yeah. We just have right. differing opinions on on how to get there. You know, the, the, the pathway to the solution. Absolutely. And we should be able to have healthy debates around that. But I think the media has gotten us to a place where rather than say, okay, Scott, you and I want the same thing, but we have different ideas about how to get there. Let's, let's talk about those ideas and find out if maybe we can find a way to meet in the middle and maybe right. we can write a your, bill to get it done. <laughs> what are your proposed ways? What are your proposed ways? And then like based off yeah. of your, your views. But, no, but, like, but the media has okay. gotten to a place where we can't do that. No. Because, because if I, because if you're most people, right. And you watch the news a lot, you, you subscribe to, you know, your echo chamber of choice on the national news media. The second we go, okay, you and I agree. We both want X. So what's the best way to get there? Well, I, I, you know, I propose that we could do it this way. You, you must be a hardcore conservative. You're a Trump lover, bigot, racist, fascist. Yeah. Wait a minute. Hold on. Yeah. Or conversely, like, Oh, you want to do it that way? Yeah. You're you're a tree hugging liberal that, you know, wants, you know, yeah. Socialist, it's like, no, communist. Yeah. It's like, what, what? No. <laughs> yeah. No. Just stop talking. And it, 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 what I think it all stems down to, too, is too many people, um, they, they don't listen enough. And they, they're so quick to charge back and fire back with an answer. Yeah. Where it's, it, I, I heard this saying a long time ago, and it's something that I try to apply. And, you know, obviously I'm not perfect at it by any means, but. You have two ears and one mouth for a reason. Yeah. Should listen twice as much as you talk. Yeah. Well, and I think too that, you know, if if we could all just kind of begin to recognize that the the media is today what it is, you know, the 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 stuff that you see on social media is being screened. And it's being screened by these big companies and they are predominantly left-leaning liberal type of companies. And a lot of the conservative content is being filtered out and there's no, that's not up for debate. That is a fact, right? That's happening. Yeah. So that's happening. Like, and it's admitted that it's happening. Um, And you just have to be, 
you just have to kind of know that you have to know that if you tune into this news station, you're going to get a very biased opinion on whatever's going on in the world. Conversely, if you tune into this one over here, you're going to get an equally biased opinion just in the other direction. And you just kind of have to know that the truth is going to lie somewhere in the middle there. And unfortunately, we're just kind of on our own to figure it out. Yeah. And this is where I, I would encourage people, instead of just listening to the media, go out and talk to people, get yeah. to have have those uncomfortable conversations too. Yeah. Because guess what? You're going to grow from those uncomfortable conversations. That's right. Whether you, whether you like it or not. I mean, I challenge people to do that because yeah. we all have friends on our feeds. We all have that have opposing views on us. I guarantee it. Yeah. Um, and but don't do it on social media. Don't do it on. Yeah. Don't do, do it, it in a private media. setting, whether it's, yeah. whether it's via phone call, whether it's text message. Over a like, scotch and a cigar. Hey, how much do we really disagree on here? You know, like, right. let's, let's sort it out. But, uh, but again, I don't do it on social media. I mean, don't be a keyboard warrior, you know? <laughs> and that's that where everyone's opinion matters bs comes in that we were talking about last week but people yeah. are so people some people not everybody but some people are so um just just flagrantly opinionated and strong will like on the internet they're like they'll let you have it man both barrels right on the like Okay, a why you know change anybody's mind <laughs> yeah and b like you but if you know those people in person they're not that way no they're not that very, way very seldomly they are i know yeah. a couple of people that are that way yeah uh, on both sides of the aisle that are not afraid to let you have it in person yeah. but it's also like what are you gaining from that right like as soon as you start getting aggressive or like over the top with it people automatically shut off shut off and discredit everything that you're saying that's right. As, and as soon as you begin to, you know, hurl insults, um, you know, that kind of thing, you just you just lose all credibility. You that's just right. really do. And, and and that's true, by the way, I think in the media, too, if you're a if you are a broadcaster. Right. And you're broadcasting the news and you begin to insult people that don't agree with your perspective on the news, you're doing this in a live broadcast, you just lost all credibility. Yeah. 100%. You're just like, you're just done. Like, I'm not, I don't, not, another word come out of your mouth. I'm gonna listen to it, you know, because you've lost all credibility. The moment you just kind of abandon this idea that we can have differing viewpoints and we can find a way to meet in the middle. The moment you abandon that idea and just, just go directly to, well, if you disagree with me, you're a bad human, you've lost all credibility. I, I, I would agree with you on that, man. And actually, shout out to Michelle for this, where she just said, go to state, city, or school board meetings, get what is really going on instead of gossip. Strong. Yeah. Strong advice. Like, go to the source. Yeah. <laughs> like, get involved. Get involved. Right? If you don't like what's going on, do something, change it. Yeah. Like do something to change it. Right. Right. Get involved. Get involved. But so, yeah, I mean, on the, on the subject of the press, man, I hope we didn't ruffle too many feathers today, but I, the, the I don't care if we point, did either way. <laughs> but the whole point I think of, of, of the broadcast today for me was to just, to just draw out this idea. It's like, I would just love for people who, who subscribe to this idea that no, 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 my network tells the truth and the other side are crazies. No matter what side that is that you're on, I would, I would encourage you to just acknowledge mm -hmm. that all media is biased and you shouldn't just swallow wholesale whatever you're being fed on any network. Right. <laughs> you should take the time to examine maybe 
two different or three different networks and you know maybe talk to your neighbors and talk to your friends and have real conversations about those types of issues instead of just immediately launching into you know biasville yeah where it's like you know it's and you pick a topic right because it, it's so emotionally charged on both sides yeah doesn't matter what topic you're talking about speaking of topics good good chat today scott enjoyed it what are we going to talk about next week i had an idea i want to know what you thought what's your idea bucket list bucket list okay yeah. talk about a bucket list like what are changing changing gears completely here yeah let's shift man let's weeks. talk about a bucket list I, you know because here's what i was thinking about for the bucket list thing is talking about what are those things that that you want to do before you're gone and that you would encourage maybe things that you've done that you would encourage other people to do at some point in their life, just, just to get the check in the block. That's, that's a good one, man. Cause I, I, I know I, I had, I had a bucket list, you know, when I was younger and then yeah. how much it's, and I still have a metaphorical bucket list, but I, it's changed drastically as I've yeah. gotten older. Yeah. Drastically. And it's, and it's, su- it's super cool actually too. If you, if you are, if you're doing that, right. If you're writing down, like, these are some of my life goals, things I want to accomplish or do at some point in my life, right. Start a business, run a marathon, read a book, climb a mountain, like whatever it is. Right. And then, you know, go back and review that like every five years. And you might find out that you at 25, you wanted to climb a mountain at 40. You could care less about climbing a mountain. (laughs) (laughs) Or conversely, the other way around, you could be like a 40 years old, be like, why did I never have climb a mountain on my list? I want to go do that. (laughs) You know, it's just awesome. So yeah, I think we should talk about bucket lists next week because I I think that ties into principles of success and achievement. And and because it goes, success and achievement is more than just about money. A hundred percent today. I mean, you know, it's about life experiences. It's about families, about relationships, about all that kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So I, yeah, I think bucket list would be a good, good topic to talk about next week. Yeah, let's do it, man. I want to, I want to say thanks to everybody that tuned in live on Facebook. I want to thank the listenership as well. Guys, give me a like and a share, right? Give me a like and a share or give me a start doing it at the very beginning of the episode too. We're horrible at that. Yeah, I know. Just I'm the worst social media ever. Um, (laughs) And I am too, when it, especially as young as I am, I should be able to be pretty decent yeah. at it but, but no but seriously if you guys are watching like give us a like give us a share or give us an unlike even if it makes you angry give us an unlike i don't care just mash just like mad face i don't yeah it just mash a button just just yeah. mash whatever one feels good to you um but we'd love to hear the comments where you guys are watching in from uh it's been an awesome show enjoyed it man had a good time yeah brother excited to see you next week to talk about bucket list items bucket list for episode 14 Dang. it's gonna be fun man it's gonna be fun yeah, yeah. so this is us man we are out of here where this is the nothing but bs podcast i'm brian and i'm scott we'll see you cats next week later guys